are listening to the Truth That Heals podcast. And for today's episode, I wanted to talk about how the community that I was in, although some may say was a religious community, others may say was very culty. I wanted to talk about how we had an us versus them mentality starting from the top starting from Father Bing. And the way I'm going to approach this is by, is by introducing the audience into the world of Father Bing, the world of hexes, spells, and how anyone who leaves his group is hexed or cursed, and how we viewed these ex-members as not only being ex-members, but we would call them the Hexed members. So for this episode, especially for those who may have been survivors or may have may have family members who are in this group, I will give a strong trigger trigger warning because some of these things will be very disturbing and might upset you might trigger some past memories and i just want to give a warning because again this is the world that i was in and many people were in this environment of having an us versus them mentality and i understand that there are survivors who are still going through their healing process but if you are open to listen please do so or if you have a family member who is still healing and you want to kind of understand what it was that they might have been going through, then uh, go ahead and listen. If you don't feel that you're ready, then you can skip this and you can pretty much <laughs> skip the, the entirety of my podcast. Uh, but for this episode, I wanted to give a trigger warning. Uh, because it will be talking about curses, uh, possessions, demons. Uh, also, it will, it will be talking about uh, putting people down. So it's going to be uh, not not too dark, but it will be quite dark this episode. So just a heads up before we get started. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Father Bing said a lot of things over the years about ex-members and even about members who were just thinking about the possibility of leaving. So I, as I said earlier, I want to introduce the audience to the way that Father Bing spoke. And for me, I think that the best way that the audience, especially those who have never met Father Bing, a way to introduce you to him is I'm going to act it out because in in all the years that I, I followed him, 
you know, I, I was able to see his mannerisms, his, the way he spoke, his charisma. And I'll be honest, I really saw him as a living saint. I really saw his, his words and his talks as, as lightning from heaven. It was just, it was just so powerful. And I would just get so hypnotized or so drawn to every word that he said. So although I don't have a transcript of word for word of the things he said, I must make it clear that I was a youth under the alliance of the two hearts from around 93 or 94 until when I joined in the year 2004. And then I was with the, I was with the two hearts as a brother from 2004 to 2015. So I have quite a lot of years of experience and of listening to all the things that had been said. Those are years. Those aren't, that's not me going to a couple of retreats. Those are years of me listening. And if, if you know me, um, I have a pretty good memory. So, but as I said, these are not going to be word for word exact. I think that's impossible for me to claim that it'll be exact, but I think that it'll be very close uh, to what Father Bing actually said. And I'm I'm doing this not because I hate Father Bing or because I'm bitter, but because I think that it's worth knowing the truth because, yeah, he has his YouTube. Yeah, he does some retreats. But then there are things that are said behind the scenes that people don't know about. And then when I talk about it, it's I, I get told, you're making it up. You're just jealous. Oh, brother amigo, he, he's a bitter man. No, it's not. I'm, I'm a bitter man. I just want the truth to come out. So as I'm, I'm going to give four examples of how Father Bing gave this really strong us versus them mentality in regards to ex-members and how he really looked down on the person. So as I'm doing, as I'm sharing what Father Bing said, I, I am going to act it out and help you to understand what it is that I saw. Because I think just reading or just saying uh, what he said won't have the same impact. So I'm going to act it out. So um, I don't have a camera rolling. I just have the microphone that's on, but I'm going to give my best. I'm not doing this to make fun. I am just doing this to help the audience understand what it is that we heard and how he would say it. So uh, I hope you don't laugh. Um, it, uh, I'm going to try to be serious, but just a heads up, Father Bing can be very charismatic, very, he, he really exaggerates many points and understand some context here, understand that we had no media, we had no outside info, information, we had no news, we had no TV, no newspaper no phones. All we had was Father Bing giving us the news and giving us information. 
So everything that he said was like Bible truth. So without further ado, I'm going to give my best attempt to to give you Father Bing from behind the scenes. So here are a few examples of things that Father Bing would say. And here is the first example. Ah, Excuse me. If you leave, you are leaving your vocation and you will be a misfit by the rest of your life. You will be a misfit. Because if you leave, you are leaving the cross. You are leaving God. That is what Satan wants, is your self-will, self-love. The pride of life. That's why ex-members, they're never happy. They're hexed. They left the cross. They left Jesus hanging on that cross. So they can follow their self-will, self-love. Is that what you want? To leave Jesus hanging on the cross? Is that what you want? To leave Jesus so he can follow your passions, your glutinous, your lust. You're leaving because you want to follow your own desires. But God is calling you here. Amen. So that's... (laughs) That's one example. And he would say the he would say words like this numerous times over the years. So it wasn't just like a, a one-time thing. He really he really brought it home that if you leave, you're gonna be a misfit, you're gonna be cursed, you're acting like Satan for leaving leaving Christ. But in in my way of thinking now, I think that's baloney. I think he just said that to really get us to be afraid of leaving him, of leaving his his goals. And he would manipulate it into making us think that if we discerned God's will for us, that we would be making a mistake because God gives us freedom. God gives us freedom to choose right from wrong. And he made it that, Father Bing made it, that if we choose to use our critical thinking, to use the mind, the brain that God has given us to think critically, that we would be sinning, that we would be committing self-will, self-love. But now that I look back, you know, hindsight, it was really just a fear tactic because who the hell are you to tell us, to tell all of us what God wants? And so listening to that as a 17-year-old made me feel that I had to be a brother because if I leave or if I even think about leaving that I'm going to get cursed. And you know what? It's not only in in this group that I was in, but there are other sects, other cults that make the member feel that if they leave or even think like leaving, it's the devil, which I don't agree. You know, I I do believe that there is uh, 
dark forces in this world. But what Father Bing was doing was just twisting things around, twisting things so that we can just obey him. It wasn't about God. It wasn't about us following God. If if Father Bing, if he were open to God's will for each person, I think he would accept that uh, every person has a God-given freedom to, as I said earlier, to make choices, to have a spiritual journey. It could be getting married. It could be going to school. It could be going to a different group. But if you think about leaving, then that's that's the devil for you. That's you being hexed and infested by demons. So now I'm going to give you a second example of things that Father Bing would say. And I'm, as I said earlier, I'm going to, again, try my best to act it out for you. So for this second example that I'm going to use of something Father Bing said, he said this around, this would be around 2008 or around 2009. And we were in Patimbao, Laguna. I was at that time, uh, my community was Santo Angel. And we had a class with Father Bing in Patimbao. And I remember because the class was ecclesiology or something about the church. I can't, I can't even pronounce it. My gosh. Um, <laughs> so we, we went to Patimbao, all the brothers and from the different communities in Laguna and father Bing was giving a class on ecclesiology. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Ecclesiology. Is there a T in there? Ecclesiology. Ecclesi Anyways, Google it. Um, so anyways, the reason why I remember this, I think, is because uh, during his talk, his lecture or his class, I remember he was he was talking crap about ex-members, in particularly one who's a family member of mine. So that kind of bothered me. But at the same time, I was really listening to every word like a magnet just being drawn because I felt that there was real salvation in everything that Father Bing said. So anyways, I want to now give you the second example of something that Father Bing said during this time. And it was something like this. St. John Bosco said that if a family produces a priest, that they will be blessed to the third generation. Father McGuckin, theologian, friend of mine, he said, no, I don't agree with St. John Bosco. Not only to the third, Father Bing, he told me. But he said, I believe that God will bless to the seventh generation if a family is able to produce a priest. But I say, if a family produces a priest, that family will be blessed to the 80th generation. They will be blessed until the end of time. Wow. But if you leave your vocation, you will be cursed. 
and your family will be cursed to the 80th generation. You cannot cheat God. So hearing that, you know, first he gives the example of a family member of mine who is no longer in that community. And he's looking at me and I'm thinking, well, gee whiz, I guess I got to. I got to push forward because my family is on the brink of being cursed for 80 generations. God, I can't let that happen. Uh, No matter what crosses, no matter what pains, no matter what sufferings, no matter what humiliations come my way. I was my way of thinking. This isn't Father Bing. This is me now. My way of thinking was I got to stick it out, man. I got to stick it out because I'm the key to saving my family from eternal damnation. Forget what the church teaches about free will. Forget what what the Bible says about uh, us being in the palm of God's hand. Forget all about that. Um, Father being here, he kind of like overrides the Bible and you just follow him. And that got me worried worried because i don't want my family to go to hell and the way we looked at it is that if you leave like you know going back to the first example where if you leave you're gonna be a misfit so i was scared to 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 leave because if i leave i'm gonna be a misfit for the rest of my life and then that means that everything that i do everything that i touch is going to be cursed is going to be a failure that there is no more connection between me and God. And, you know, for those who aren't even, even Christian or Catholic or whatever, the way it felt was there's no possibility for goodness to ever touch my life. There is no possibility for the light of the sun to reach the darkest part of my soul if I leave. And so that had me so terrified that my my decision to stay which as i believe now was very coerced and manipulated manipulated yeah you know the word manipulated that my choice to stay was very very much that decision came out of so much fear of doom and gloom and of the idea that by doing this, by just following Father Bing to hell and back, that I'm going to save my family. I'm going to save the world. And so it was very noble. And I feel bad for members who are still there under Father Bing and who are suffering unjustly. And just a quick side note, not all members are being treated the way I was treated not all members are being treated cruelly, but it's a truth that happened to me. And if it did happen to me, then what's preventing them from doing it again? So this, as I said, although not everyone gets abused, I want to bring awareness because your son, your daughter, your sister, when you call or your brother, I think there are a few brothers left, not that many. But, you know, when they call, it's, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Oh, I'm doing good. It, everything's fine. No, 
now don't worry. No, I'm, I'm going to be a priest or I'm going to be a perpetual professor one day. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Yeah, um, but we're, we're in great need of money. Can you send us some money, please? And unbeknownst to the family, you know, there's like a, a superior on the other, on the other line or, or next to the member while they're saying this. So there's so much monitoring happening and I'm sharing this because it's, it's what happened to me and who knows it could be happening to someone whom you really love. And now for the third example, uh, this took place in Calios, Santa Cruz, Laguna, Philippines. And we were in a, I think it was around 2006, because we had already been, I don't know, kicked out of Nueva Ecija, San Jose, Philippines. And now we're in Calios. And I was either a novice, was I a novice? I might have been either a novice or I might have been a first temporary professed member. I don't remember exactly but Father Bing was giving a uh, like a lecture, and this was Inter Institute. So Inter Institute that was for the male and the female, the brothers and the sisters. And we had a class or a lecture, as I was saying. And Father Bing was discussing healing and deliverance, and he was getting into talks about exorcism and you know the use of sacramentals like holy water holy salt and the use of prayers and he said something that really stood out and i want to share it with you it went something like this i told our old priest and the superiors of the communities that they needed to do the pope leo the 13th exorcism prayer the deliverance prayer every morning after the morning prayers and every evening before lights out but one of our priests one of the old priests he turned to me and said father bing maybe you're the one who's hexed maybe you're the one who's infested and i said what I was telling him how easy it is for the members to get diabolically infested and how we needed to do these deliverance prayers and exorcism prayers to help our members from getting hexed. But this old priest, my own old priest turned to me and said, Father Bing, you are hexed. You are the one who was infested. I couldn't believe it. I already made a community that was taken away from me. Now I make a new order. I make a new congregation. And our priest, the first priest to be ordained a priest in this order, is already showing self-will, self-love, infestation by the devil. I couldn't believe it. And I told God for a week, why God? I was praying before the Blessed Sacrament. Why? 
I gave my life. I obeyed and yet my own priest. They cannot practice obedience. That has that is how Satan enters. Self will, self love, disobedience. It was so painful. They took my community. The first one. Now I make this new group and my own priest is rebelling. And I'll end that quote there because that, that's pretty much the gist. Father Bing was very, he was very charismatic when it came to exorcism, deliverance. And it was very different because not many priests speak about it. Not many priests speak about exorcism. And I think that maybe there's a good reason why, because sometimes there are mental health issues that are happening and you want to make sure that you're not just, you know, passing them around like, like candy. And I think that's how father being was kind of doing it. He was becoming reckless. And this priest, um, it, it, it was sad because you know, he gave so much of his time to to follow Father Bing over the years. And the thing is, I don't know if that story is even true. Because as I said earlier, Father Bing can lie or manipulate or he can exaggerate. And he might believe it. You know, kind of like Alex Jones. You know, you, they'll say something and it's like, uh, that's kind of that's kind of way off, dude. But they believe it. And that's how Father Bing is. He can say something that's like way far off, way far out of there. But he believes it 100%. And so that's that's the, the creepy thing is that I don't know the true story, but this is what Father Bing told us. That this priest who, who was an oath priest, that he got upset and said, no, I don't want to do these exorcism prayers. You're the one who's infested. And so, actually, I'm going to go a little bit longer. Um, so after that, you know, in in the context of ex members, Father Bing was pretty much he was pretty much putting down that that priest who who left the community and who went somewhere else. So if you know who it is, um, you know I'm not gonna name names. But you know, by the process of elimination, there not so many. There weren't so many priests around the year two thousand five, two thousand six. So by the process of elimination, uh, those who were involved, you might guess. And and so Father Bing is really putting down this priest for leaving, and he was saying that it was like a rebellious attitude, and that Father Bing pretty much had to let him go. But then he was going on about deliverance and exorcism and and he looked at the novices or first temporary professed whatever we, we were I don't remember my ranking but he said he said to us I know many members don't like it here the brothers they're complaining they say we don't get out we're stuck here it's like a prison it's like a jail every time you leave 
the people outside, the people in the city, they're cursing you. They are giving you evil eye. That is why I told the old priest they have to do the deliverance. That is why they have to do the procession of the blessed sacrament and do the exorcism prayer morning and evening. And although that priest, he didn't want it, this is the will of God. That we stay safe, that we stay spiritually spotless. Because every day, you are getting cursed. When you go outside, when you look around, you are getting infested by demons. That is why the professed members, those who are missionaries, need to come back to the formation house because they are full of demons. So when they come back, they shouldn't be talking to the members. They shouldn't be talking to the novices or the postulants because they're coming back infested from the missions. They need deliverance. They need exorcism because they're cursed. That is what happened when you go on missions. You get cursed. That is why we lost so many of our great brothers in Rome. Because they got so proud. They started studying at the great schools in Rome and then they rebelled because of pride. Because of lust, because of gluttony. That's why I will repeat. All missionaries, when they come to a formation house for the first few days, they need to spend their time in prayer and silence. Instead, they are infesting the other brothers. They are infesting the other sisters with demons with laziness, with self-will, self-love. And so I'm going to end that part of the story there. But like I said, you, you get an idea, hopefully, of Father Bing pretty much wanting it. Is, he wanted it his way. I know he said he would say, this is God's will. But I mean, come on, man. It's like, it's either... Either you know God's will, either you're a liar, or maybe you're crazy. And I don't know, but I don't think he really knows God's will for every single person. And the way he did it was by shaming that priest. And we never, I never heard that priest's story. I never heard that priest's testimony. Maybe there were other reasons why he wanted to leave the congregation Maybe he was just tired of being bullied. Maybe he was tired of being humiliated. Maybe I have the whole entire story wrong. But what Father Bing said that day was that this priest was rebel rebellious. And so that stayed in my mind. It's like, oh my God, if a priest can fall, then dude, I need to be careful. And you know, Father Bing would give those comparisons even Judas who was there with Jesus betrayed him and I felt like I was being betrayed so it's it's you're really you're really stuck man you can't make uh, a decision at least for me my mind was just so obsessed with every word that father being said maybe 90% of the others were sleeping or you know half awake and they don't remember but i remember and 
and this stayed with me and it was it was something that i need to heal from and i'm being very open open about my own healing process i had to heal from the thought that everything that i do is demonic everything that i do is self-will self-love and i want to get into now the fourth example and this one bothered me the most and i know the others they they're they're stupid the other ones but this one bothered me the most because there is a certain i would say uh promoter or benefactor uh maybe third order in the east coast around the virginia maryland new jersey area around there and she's been very consistent in helping father bing in his missions uh this person would feed the brothers feed the sisters and she gave so much you could see that she had joy in in giving and father bing said something that absolutely shocked me so this fourth example happened i would say approximately 2011 uh maybe in 2012 this was before we got kicked out from uh the diocese of wilmington when we were residing in dover delaware and i remember that we had a a formation retreat i believe it was for third orders uh, or promoters and all these all these people were here and it was all it was all nice and uh they did their prayers it, it was it was a beautiful thing to see after they left father being told us the brothers and i'm not sure if there were any sisters there but he said oh you know that that tita i'm not going to say her name but tita tita i'll call her uh uh tita tita jazz oh, damn I, I don't i don't know let's just call her tita right so so father bing's like ah tita you know that that tita who was here she's very nice woman she gives so much it's just so sad that she's hexed and i was like what where is this coming from i was shocked he, he just says flat out it's so sad that she's hexed you know she used to be a sith sister or limb sister whatever she used to be one of the sisters a month in she was only a postulant she saw this guy he's giving her the the look Ooh. she went crazy for him she left her vocation her vocation is to be a nun but she left to follow this guy and she got married now she can't even have children she is childless she is depressed but that's because she's hexed and that's all i remember him saying about her but let's analyze this person 
had joined for only a few months, according to him, according to that story that he gave us. She had joined for only a few months, didn't take any vows, wasn't a perpetual, wasn't a professed member, was only a postulant. And she saw a guy, uh, they fell in love supposedly, and or she got attracted and she split. She was like, all right, peace out, y'all. I'm going to bounce. I found someone who I like. So, so she does that when it's her, it's her right to want to get married. It's, it's a person's right to want to fall in love. And so she gets married. She doesn't have children and father Bing is blaming it on her. He's blaming her for disobeying God because she left him and but then you know think about it have some let's have some critical thinking here why was she there in the first place at the retreat and father bing he knows that she gives a lot of money father bing knows that she gives so much and like i said a few moment, moments earlier, she's a very generous, beautiful person who wants to give to the church. She wants to give to people who are going to use the money to do good. And she has all of these good intentions. And she got married fair and square. It's nothing about, oh, this is not God's will. She got married fair and square. But Father Bing wants his hand wrapped around Every single person, every person who comes along his way, it's either it's either he owns you or or when you leave, he still has a string attached where he can use you for your money. And if, if, if you don't agree, I'm going to give another example here. And this example was from Ireland. And I'll give you I'll give you context. This is around 2007 or 2008, and it was at a Terracinium. And the Terracinium, uh, that was meant to be for perpetual brothers. So you might be thinking already, okay, Ryan, you were never a perpetual brother, which is correct. However, 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 I remember I was, I was walking on the compound, and one of the priests, my superior, he, he looked at me and he said, amigo, hey, amigo, what are you doing? Uh, walking around, uh, praying my rosary. I don't know. Nothing really. Uh, come on, let's go. So I get in the truck. We go to the Sith house. I think I don't think it was in Manila. I think it was in Palakpakin, Laguna. And when we get there, it's lo and behold, it's a Tyrosinium. And I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure that's a real word. I'm not sure if that's Latin or Filipino or Cebuano. I don't know. But I was at I was at this event, this like this event for for a few of the members. And as I said, I was gonna give you the example of, of money. So Father Bing was saying that he was in, I believe it was in Dublin, Ireland. And they were getting ready for a retreat. I'm not sure if it was a, 
a priest retreat or a retreat for Fatima. I don't know. But what I do remember is that he would say how, or he would boast how he eats very little and how he prays so much and how he barely sleeps and how this benefactor who gives thousands of dollars or euro, euro, whatever you call it, she offered him food. And Father Bing was saying something like, she offered me pork and chicken. And, you know, he was explaining a nice meal. And I, I, and I told her, I am so sorry, Mama, but I, I cannot eat it. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm very sorry. So he passes the food. And his, his intention, supposedly, is that if he sleeps on a full stomach, it will be hard for him to wake up for the 1.30 in the morning uh, prayer that we did. So he didn't eat the food. He does his prayer. And after prayers, he's he goes to the airport and he's on his way to Vienna. And now he's in Vienna. And he was saying that, now I'm going to do another impression here. I got the call from the sisters. And he said, Father Bing. Mama, so-and-so, she's pulling out the donation. I said, what? Why? Because she got offended. You didn't eat her food. I told sister, get me a plane ticket. I'm going back there. And I went back there that same day. And I got on my knees and I said, Mama, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And it worked. She yelled at me, screamed at me. But in the end, when she saw how sorry and humble I was, she gave back all of the donations. And, you know, I'm going to end that impersonation there. But let's look at the two. Let's look at the person in Ireland and the person in in the East Coast. He used them for their money and he didn't care about them. He didn't care that they had given so much. He just he used them for money. If you have been in a cult, how often is it that they used you for your money or they used you for your talents. So this lady in Dublin, well, Father Bing said that he got the, 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 the quickest flight, the quickest ticket, and he was out of Vienna. He was back to Dublin or wherever it was in Ireland. And I was begging, please forgive me. I'm sorry. And as he was explaining it to us i mean he was he's showing this like puppy face and you know he's exaggerating and it's kind of like he's making that benefactor look like she's a sucker i didn't say the f word <laughs> she looks like a sucker that means someone who who got duped someone who got tricked by his acting of being sorry because, I mean, he's not really sorry. I mean, 
you know, he just said the words, I'm sorry for not eating your food. I mean, that's not really being sorry. Um, and he was saying how God opens hearts and, you know, he also opens pockets. And then the lady in the East Coast, how in front of her, he's all smiles and all, you know, thank you, thank you, you're so nice, you're so good. And behind her back to the community, to us, behind the scenes, he's saying that she's demonically infested or hexed. And that's why, because there's this curse over her that she can't have babies. You know how terrible that is for a spiritual leader a shepherd a boss whatever to say something about a member or to say something like that about someone who's given so much to the community a sponsor i mean that's terrible that's not christ-like did christ look at mary magdalene and say oh look at that dirty Slut. I mean, he didn't say things like that. He didn't put her down. And then we have here Father Bing. Oh, she's hexed. That's why she can't have children because she's cursed. She left her vocation to follow this guy. <laughs> what the heck? And the thing that bothers me, and I've repeated this over, over the podcast, our father being told me to my face, you need to not gossip. Don't tell anyone what happened. Don't tell anyone what you experienced. That is a mortal sin. You know what mortal sin is? You can go to hell for that. And yet here was father being every, every chance he got, he would find the opportunity to shit on someone who left or someone who was no longer giving money. And so I want to end it there, but not only for those in my community, but even for people who are survivors from other cults or from other abusive backgrounds, I want you to know that healing is possible, that the ability to move forward is at times it's going to be hard and it's going to be lonely at times. But I hope that you don't give up and that you look forward to a brighter future. And if, if you are a family member to someone who has been abused or to a family member to someone who has been through something traumatic, please be patient work with them, help them in their healing process. Because you right now, at this moment, not in the future, now, you're going to have to be the rock to help them or to just listen to them. You don't have to be a superhero because that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a superhero and suffer all of these crosses to save my family from hell, from, from damnation, from curses. You know, that's how Father Bing would, would word it. You're saving your family from hexes, from damnation. But what I'm trying to share is I think that the family, even friends, 
just by listening to someone who's been through something traumatic, whether it's cult abuse, religious abuse, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, verbal abuse, uh, workplace bullying, show compassion, show that you're there for them, show that you're a true friend, and don't be quick to judge, don't be quick to put them down. And so I wanted to end it there. And in our next episode, I hope I can bring some more content. But uh, before I finish, uh, if you would like to help my podcast, I do have a uh, a subscription uh, place on Anchor, where if you go to my Anchor page, you'll find it there. And I'll leave the link below. Uh, so you can, if you would like to help in in my mission and to help in my work, um, you can leave a donation to help me out. <laughs> I'm not going to be like Father Bing, you know, like saying, oh, these people who are giving me donations, they are all hacks. They're all infested. No, don't worry. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to be, you know, shitting on you. You know, I'm uh, very thankful. And uh, to all the listeners who have, really been supporting me uh, by listening. Thank you so much. I wish you all the best. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Truth That Heals, and let's stay in touch. So until next time, I am Ryan Anthony Hernandez, and you are listening to the Truth That Heals podcast.